Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. All right, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I'm super stoked. We have Chris Prefontaine, the founder and CEO of Smart Real Estate Coach, um, with us today. Um, As we always kick off the show, I'm going to ask you, Chris, my hard-hitting question. You ready? (laughs) Yeah, fire away. All right, what is your why? Uh, my why, I haven't been asked this in a while, actually. My why at our age, my wife and I have been married 36 years last month, and our why is to create experiences. So how do you do that? It's to uh, earn enough income and money and create enough wealth to do the things money, income, and wealth can't buy, and that's creating experiences for the family and the and the grandkids. Creating experiences. I absolutely love that. We're in such a world. Well, one, we were literally told we couldn't create experiences or at yep. least the way we think of experiences um, for, for several years. Yeah. Right. Um, how has that now is now that's your why, right? You were very clear. That's your why with your wife and as well. How does that why bleed into what you do with, with a smart real estate coach? Yeah. Good question. Good tie uh, here. here. Okay. So our purpose in our company, we have the, the, the mission, the values and the purpose. Our purpose is to help individuals and families create the life of their dreams. So it's very, very similar. That's not coincidental. And right. so when we bring people in, yes, we're in real estate, but if it were as easy as me teaching someone to do a deal, everybody could learn it. It's not, as you know, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, it's all the other stuff, the baggage we bring to the table, the mental challenge we've had, the childhood. It's all that. It's the speed bumps. And so creating the life of their dreams is a lot. It's a, it's not just creating a real estate deal. Yeah. And now do you really feel like because your why is right, creating experiences and then the business's why is creating the life of your dream. How much overlap do you find that the people who work with you are also seeking like this opportunity to create my life with experiences as like a priority. Does that overlap for you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's not like, even if they weren't consciously thinking of it, if Mm -hmm. I'm, I'll use, I can use a number of people. Brian comes to mind in Illinois. So Brian was on a plane every other week. His, his son was getting older and going, "Ah, can you not do that anymore? Like it, it became a drag on him. And so now he's home, he's doing deals. Yes. He's financially set up, but he's literally creating experiences with his son never missing a baseball game you know that he couldn't do as a child with his dad so it's emotional for people so whether they think about it or not yes they're doing exactly that by creating that lifestyle and it takes work i'm not saying it's a cakewalk but yes we're all doing it yeah is that part of your coaching experience with with the people who join you do you guys go into some of that deep work about tapping into what is actually creating the life of your dreams actually look like financial we can say is so easy but how does that look with the people who work with you a couple things so in their plan i have them do a a sort of a business plan and they always kick out to me the standard business plan that like it's all numbers metrics especially the analytical people and then i start diving in i just finished one with a guy who's new to our community and i said why do you want this i he didn't know where i was going yet and he said well i want to be financially free and i said all right well what the heck does that mean why is it important i just kept digging it took like eight layers and usually by then they're emotional and they're into it and they go, aha, I get it. And then we teach what we call the genius model. It's three pillars. 
it's skill set, sure, that's the deals, but then it's mindset and systems. And mm -hmm. mindsets, as you know, is it's enormous. And people say, oh, like fluffy, foo-foo mindset. No, I'm talking about like what I said earlier, we all have baggage. I went through the 2008 crash. It took me right. four years to get out of my head after that. Like there's a lot of stuff we all carry. So it's those three pillars are important in the genius model we teach. Yeah. So your why, right? The passion of, you know, creating experiences. Can you think back to your youngest self when you recognize how important that was to you? Maybe even pre-wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, I met my my wife at age 11 in middle school. Oh, go, okay. <laughs> wow, um, that's but, amazing. Yeah. So, but the experiences were with my own family, sure. Uh, for every experience from them taking us uh, on vacations, right, as a family, privately, to me being at his place of work and, and being introduced wow. to certain things at a young age, before 11, you know, young, young. So, yeah, that I've yeah, I think it sparked that I wanted to do that as well, create that experience. So you're the one of the second persons who has had these this really incredible influence through their parents mm. and their family structure who kind of instilled um, whatever their passion might be or their why is experiences. Did you do a lot of like traveling and uh, camping maybe kind of things when you were young? We did both. Uh, parents had a, a camper. They also had a, a place at Cape Cod and not far from here with a nice oh. little resort area. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we did all of the above and then, you know, abroad when we were older, things like that. So mm -hmm. the, I, I mean, when you say that I, immediately the switch goes and you can think back right to those experiences. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And how much does that come into play? Like, do you think of that being like kind of the catalyst for your why or has it been like, I just literally got done listening to a, a, um, a great podcast that I love. And her advice was, you know, go back to your, your youngest self that you recall. And like before your, the society pressures, the financial pressures, like just being yourself and whatever that looked like living your passion in whatever way that looked like and recognize how authentic, see where the parallels are right? Do they mirror to have you deviated? Is it okay that you deviated? Or are you wishing you got back to that youngest self? All right. That's a deep one, but let me try to, let me try to hit, you peeled back a lot, but um, okay. So in 08, I, during that, when I went through that crash, yeah. I wished I had the attitude of say, you know, high school, let's just pick that going into or going to college. Because at that point, it's, I remember starting a business back then thinking, probably naively, but it's good thinking like this idea is perfectly sound. It's going to work. I didn't, I didn't have any doubt because I was young enough to, to be naive to say, I'm just going to go do this. And we did it. We, we used to tie up land and build houses and all at, by a method that people used to look at me now that I know in hindsight and go, are you serious? Like you're going to, you're going to try to pull that off. And we did it. We did like a hundred homes that doing that. Wow. And then I get to the OA crash and you start second guessing everything. But if you just go back to that self, to your point, that's what you made me think of. And just have that same it's not that you can flip a switch and do that but if you could and have that same unwavering i'm gonna i'm gonna go off and conquer this and, and create whatever i want that's pretty cool it, it's actually a good revisit that you even said it for anyone to think about yeah i th i really think it is and that's why i think it's so powerful right that's why i love the show and i love that you know talking with leaders about passion and purpose mm. because we get into the rigmarole of the sales, of the, the transactions, of the HR, of the operations, right? And 
while we spend so much time, or at least the companies, you know, that have gotten to that stage have spent so much foundational work building their brand, defining their why, probably the agents you work with or the team members you work with yep. doing all that work. But then when do we revisit it? And so my next kind of leading question is, how have you bled some of like the living the life of your dreams, creating experiences? How do you purposefully bleed that through smart real estate coach and, and the people you're working with? Uh, what came to mind when you, before you even asked that, and I think I knew you were headed there is when you're, when I'm speaking with students, we call them associates okay. or team members really like being human getting down to their why and their passion because mm -hmm. without that you're just treating them as a number literally a, a student a client an employee if you do that it's a cool relationship whereas if you get in we do one-on-ones we call one-on-ones with our with our team members if you get into that their personal stuff first like for goodness sakes find out what makes them tick and then yeah. do that with the students when that when either one of them have a speed bump that's we're going to have them then you know what's going to drive them not yeah. you know robotically going through this process. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Do the associates when they come on board with you, do they are they ready for that? Because I just find in the work we do, uh, sometimes I'm like, okay, we're gonna spend a whole day together. The first day we're gonna go through, we're not gonna talk about because we do branding, we're not gonna talk about colors or logos or fonts, right? The maybe a little bit at the end, but the whole day we're gonna do some deep dive work. And I've hopefully done enough job, a well enough job with most people when they get to that stage with me that they're prepared for that. But are your associates like, whoa, Chris, I thought we were going to teach me about real estate. Why are we going into my why and my purpose? Is it catch people off guard or do you purposefully really bleed that through your brand and branding and marketing so that they're almost like, this is what I need? Yeah, it's out there now. We are so well exposed between the, the different series we do on YouTube and the podcast episodes we are open about that and so yeah. some people say hey because i saw what you guys do and you care about family and you are a family i this is why i join but i will say even though they know or some of them have an inclination once they get in it i think they're pleasantly surprised that it's even better yeah that's what we get for feedback like i saw you guys did that but i didn't know till i saw this or i saw the slack community or i was on a call and we tried it and i to that i almost want to go i've been screaming about that but okay i'm glad you realized it <laughs> I love that you said you've been screaming about it because I feel like, you know, there's a joke in, in, in the marketing world and in design world, it's like no one reads, right? Okay. And now I feel like we're all doing podcasts and videos and it's like, is anyone listening? Yeah. Like <laughs> I've been screaming about this. And then, you know, there's this subtle realization that, oh, Chris is talking about what I want. I'm going to go with Chris. This is what I need. This is what I want. But then when they get there, they almost forget everything they've heard. And they're like, okay, whoa. Um, so Onset how... amnesia, that's what I call it. Like I told you this, but now you, you just, you have amnesia. Are you well aware of this? Yeah, I think it's because, and the, where I was kind of going was, I think it's because we naturally fixate on the tangibles. We fixate on the revenue, on the income, because it has been, I, I don't know if it's societally been driven in us so long that we don't need to focus on these other things first. Um, but I just, I, I mean, I know we're in the same thought together that we truly believe that that mindset piece, that foundation is really the catalyst to get you to the other things, you know? Do you agree? Well, yeah, because as much as I teach it and have taught it even back, like we, I deal with investors now, but back in like the 90s, I was dealing with just realtors. I, it doesn't matter who I was dealing with. As much as I teach it, 
about mindset and how important it is. It's sometimes if you're a driver, I, I'm kind of like a type A, you tend to want to just go mm -hmm. and not stop and do that stuff. And that because of that, I, I can relate to type A's, but I also can try to slow them down in hindsight. I'm 56. So when I was 30, did I even think of no, I, I just wanted to go. So right. just so I hope that I can help the younger crowd now with that because it, it would be important in hindsight. Yeah. I say a lot of times I say slow down to get ahead. And I know that's yeah. not my own, but it's so hard. It's so it hard to get. I mean, I've worked from ages young to old and then businesses from new to, to established. And that concept of slowing down to get ahead is so hard to instill in people. Do you talk or coach about that in smart real estate coach much? We do. We have, we, okay. So again, I'm going to answer from an associate standpoint and team standpoint. Yeah. Uh, we have offsite meetings. If you told me say 10 years ago, you're going to stop work and you're going to pull away me, never mind the team for two days in a hotel room, I would think you were nuts. So it took me a little while. So now we bleed that through. We do that with the, with the team. And then with the associates, we pull them away for what we call a development day, associate development mm -hmm. day do the same thing. And I, and first and foremost to tell them, you got to put your, like you're here in this room, put everything else off. And that's crippling for some people because they're used to the phones and everything else going, no, 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 we're going to, we're going to chill out for two days. We're going to work through this and we're going to yeah. do why work and we're going to do purpose work and we're going to do passion work. Yeah. And no, and you don't get much resistance. Um, oh, I'm sure people are squirming <laughs> because I, I, Look, it's coming up in September. We have an event and then it's followed by what we call associate development day. And I'm going to say, put your phones up, like put them down and put them over there in the, in a bucket. Like I, I, so yeah, that's going to cause some stress, but they're probably going to get a great experience. I love it though. It's like, even today when I started the call with, you know, what is your, why you were like, Oh, I haven't been asked that in a while. I mean, of course you knew it, but it's, we don't get asked that enough. We aren't, mm -mm. that's not what people are even thinking they need. It's not at the forefront of many of the companies I see's branding. Right. Very rarely are they speaking of their why very much. Yet it should drive everything. It should. Yes. It should and if you, I love that you talk about your, so when you say the team versus the associates, when you say team, is that the smart real estate coach team? Like employees and team members. Yeah. Yes. Versus okay. associates who I treat, I treat both as family, but it's different. Associates came in as, as students and then they become very close to us. We want to help them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because. The other thing I, I recognize a lot in in all in every size of company is the need, and I, I, I'm assuming based off of what we've talked so far um, and how much you keep bringing up the team, is that you recognize the power of internal versus external marketing and how, how they're equally as important. Uh, yeah, see, no one's brought that up either, but that's your lane probably. This is interesting. <laughs> and I think where you're going is like, yes, the communication, the marketing internally even. Branding. Uh, Yes, 100%. So even job search, like years ago, I didn't even think of this, but now my, the people who help us, they say the same thing you just did indirectly. It, you act like you're you're talking to a prospect. You, you are, you're talking to a prospect. So they need yeah. to they need to feel good about that funnel, so to speak. Yeah, branding yeah. And, and marketing. Yeah, I think the internal brand, right? Who you hire, if they aren't believing what you believe, if they don't recognize that this is Chris's why and that Chris is going to respect... Like if I, if I'm an employee of smart real estate coach and I come up to you and say, Hey, Chris, I had the opportunity to go to Hawaii this weekend. It's totally last minute. I know it's a big ass, but do you think I could go? I assuming that you have bled your purpose and why and vision and core values through internally as well. 
probably have a good sense that you're going to respect and understand and, you know, see if it can work. Right. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. So I said core values and just cause you had said at the beginning that you have your mission and you, you can, I want to know what are your core values? Yeah. So, and, and it ties to what you just said, and then I'll give you a few because we don't hire if they don't align. That's part of the interview process. If you don't align, like this will probably surprise you and anyone listening that has a coaching business. We say no to students every year that want to pay us money that don't align with our values. Students too, not just hires. So team over me is a big one. I just recognize on our channel, we call people when we see it. So this morning I just recognized team over me because we have my son-in-law and partner on vacation and we have our CMO just got COVID. And one of the team members kicked in. So I recognized, I said, great job team over me. She took on like three or four different things. She didn't have to uh, clear and to the point communication, no gray area is very important. We are from New England so that it's easy for us. That doesn't, that doesn't mean it's a ticket to be rude. It's clear communication, clear and open yeah, communication. Agreed. Um, all transactions with the highest integrity that, that bleeds from the team out to the, to the field with the associates. Um, those are just a few, but those are hot ones. The biggest one that as we're growing so fast, we hit Inc 5,000 the last two years. Yeah. So the biggest one that comes into play, no matter what you do is constantly innovate and improve because mm -hmm. you can't grow like that if you're not like constantly tweaking. And so that one's a big one too. I love team over me because I mean, I love all of those and I, I love that you have them so established, but the team over me, you know, if everyone has this team over me mentality, we've now just doubled our numbers. Like, I agree. you know, if, if I have to step out, it's not just one other person who covers me. It's not, you, you know, it's the team. So it's, it's, it's an everyone, awesome thing. Yeah, yeah it's everyone an awesome. has the same thinking. Look, we got COVID here. We still have, we, st we had a little mini offsite yesterday to prep for our big one. And we, a couple of the financial people said, we, we are all training each other and, and practicing team over me. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. This weird stuff happens. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so do you, I know you're in Rhode Island. so very mm -hmm. small state. What um, service area do you see associates coming from? Is it pretty saturated? Do you just do local or are you pretty? No, no. So we buy and sell real estate here locally, our, our family team, but we go all the way from California. We've got several people there all the way across the country to East coast. We've got about 140 people that are out doing deals that we partner with and, and help, uh, you know, in the trenches. And so I, uh, gosh, I think last year I worked with a real estate uh, brand and she did real estate investments versus real estate buying and selling. Do you do you do a blend of all of that? Is it just buying and selling? I might sound naive by even asking this question. No, or no, no you're, it's, it's similar. I So we coach people that want to be or are and want to learn better um, how to invest in real estate. But our investing, because you were broad enough to cover it, but our investing is we don't use banks. We don't use our own cash. We don't sign personally pledging our personal assets and you know potentially risking that. We, we don't do all that because after the crash, I had to re-engineer the business and I had none of that. And so that, so it's a type, it's a niche in the investing world. There's a lot of cool niches. That's, this is one of them, creative real estate. Okay. Creative real estate is what you yeah. called. Yep. Okay. I love that. That's really cool. I love that term. Awesome. Okay. So anyone listening, if they're like, so you had said national, right? So I live in Washington state. So if somebody's hearing this or in any state, yeah. Working with smart real estate coach is beneficial to them is what I'm catching on to. Yeah, we're a little bit in Canada too, in the UK. So I, I usually say North America, but we're very strong in US. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So if anyone's listening or the audience is listening and they want to find a good like starting point with learning a little bit more, what would be a good segue into your world? 
I'm big on free stuff because I know how I was when I first started back after the crash. And so I've got for your tribe, your listeners, just a simple link. They can get a free book, the Amazon bestseller, Real Estate on Your Terms. We'll throw in, we're going to throw in the second book and maybe some goodies too. All but right. uh, it's not one of those offers where they say my free book and you put in a credit card for shipping. Like there'll be no credit card. We're going to ship free. it out. Yeah. At our cost. They can I love just go to, yeah. They can go to wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash passion. Okay. I'll make sure you guys have that in the show notes so that you guys can get that. I love the free book, the full free book, no credit card that you no add that in. Yep. There's always those little stipulations in there. I love that. Well, is there anything kind of last minute or last parting words that you'd like my audience to hear if they're, you know, kind of on the fence on whether or not this is the time to even be talking to you about getting into or continuing on maybe if they're on the fence with this? Uh, real estate specifically? Well, yeah. Uh, I will tell you this, and this I'm I'm super passionate about. Uh, appropriate to your show, this 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 market change is where fortunes are created historically. You can go back to the 1600s. This hasn't changed. There's one constant real estate; it always changes. So you knowing the best way to pivot in a changing market, i.e., creative real estate, is where fortunes are created. So for the people that are serious and committed, the next nine to 24 months can create like a decade of, of income if it's done properly, if you know how to structure these things. That's a big statement. It's not easy. It's going to take some work and some sprint and some focus and some passion, but it's possible. Okay. My last question for you. What is working working with you guys look like? Is this a monthly? Is these coachings? Do you have a variety of services? I know people are going to peruse your website, but yeah. in a nutshell, like what are, if I'm thinking I got to get with Chris, yeah. what is it going to look like? There's a bunch of different things, but our our overlying thing is I have another T-shirt. It wasn't on today. It's called Bridge the Gap because there's a lot of junk in the industry. You know, a lot of marketing, a lot of pushing. We have a real simple concept. Go look at stuff for free on YouTube. Go get the book, and then if it's something you want to get behind, we bridge the gap by saying, "Look, the gap is this time frame from when you see a seminar or a course in the time to do a deal." Some people never get out of that gap. They don't do a deal. It just mm -hmm. drives me crazy. So. We lock arms, we're very proactive, and we put people in a position and support-wise to do deals. I love that. There's so many, and for myself, myself included, as an entrepreneur, always looking for another coach or a program. And what I never see, still to this day, very rarely, is any sort of accountability or execution right. support. It's right. all of the strategy, the ideas, and the mindset, which of course we just talked about, we love, but this stick with me to make sure I can put all that into play. Whenever I, I love that you offer that. Yep. Spot That's on great. execution. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. I really appreciate you coming on, Chris. This has been an awesome, really like rapid speed interview. <laughs> um, guys, remember, I will put all of Chris's information, how you can get that free. Remember free, free book. Um, I'll put all that in the show notes and uh, until next time. Bye. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you. And we love deepening our connection with our listeners. 
We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I am the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.